And welcome to the Veteran Gamers Bioshock Infinite Spoiler Show. This is a spoiler show show for Bioshock Infinite. Do not carry on listening to this if you don't want Bioshock Infinite. Spoil spoilers. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. Right now, if you don't want spoilers about Bioshock Infinite. Stop it. Stop it now. Bioshock Infinite. Not Bioshock 1 or 2. We'll, we won't be giving Infinite. spoilers for Bioshock 1, but we assume you've already heard those. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is spoilers for Bioshock Infinite. Stop Infinite. listening now if you don't want to hear spoilers. Infinite. Yeah, would Infinite. would you kindly stop Infinite. listening? Ah, I see what you did. Yeah, did you see what I did? Comstock dies. <laughs> Booker dies. Yeah. Comstock's Booker. Yeah, Booker dies. No, Pete. No, Pete. Booker does not die. <laughs> uh, well, one uh, of his versions does die. <laughs> well, God, <laughs> because uh, right, and, and I, I like the game. I think it's a very, very good game. All right, and bear in mind, if we just can, we all think about this while I'm talking. I'm yeah. stupid. All right, so put that aside. <laughs> no, no, it's a confusing game. It's nothing right, to do with whether you're smart or stupid. This is a very confusing game, and it's deliberately confusing. Yeah, but like there are some convenient little put things put in there, like oh yeah, uh, the constants and variables. Like no, there isn't. It's There's true, there isn't. Constants in multiverse. Right, and that's one of the things that frustrates me about this game is that. It's it. The multiverse is not actually infinite. If there's constants, yeah, yeah, infinite means no boundaries. The only means- reason the constant bit is in there is so they can go. Oh, let's kill it at the source. Let's pull it from the root. Let's kill Comstock at the you know when he was born again. And I'm like, that's bollocks. But that's but bollocks. I mean, here's the thing. Like, it's not bollocks if we say it's Bioshock nearly infinite. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't work as well as the title for a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But saying that, it's awesome. It's so. Yeah. Have you have you seen the film Looper yet? I no. still haven't seen that, but I keep uh-huh. hearing people refer to that. Yeah, there's there's lots of similarities in sort of different theories that are mashed together that shouldn't really work together. Yeah, yeah but sort of. I think yeah, you can't look what into it is it now. Deep. I forgot what it is now, but there's a massive like plot hole in Back to the Future in one of them. And it's like, why doesn't he just do this at this point and then everything would be fine. Right. I can't remember what it is. And it but it's just so obvious when you right. say it out loud and it's like Well oh, anytime yeah. you have time travel, there's always I mean fucks up there, everything. Whatever. We'll get into all the paradoxes. Fucks up everything. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as you bring time travel into something, it's like, well, you're prepared to... Uh, well, this, it's open true, and when you bring time travel with infinity, those two things together, you're just like, anything goes. Well, this isn't strictly time travel, is it? This is multiverse travel, as opposed to time well, travel. Well, but they, there is an element of time travel in it, because they keep saying, not where, but when. The Lutis twins, 
So yes, yes. So we are sort of dealing in time travel. Yeah, he doesn't row. He doesn't row. <laughs> he doesn't row. Never <laughs> rows. That's a no, constant, dude. What's that? What's that? What's that reference you're telling? I, I missed that. I don't know what that. Right. At the beginning of the game. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I probably even have the audio ready here. Yeah. Have you got the audio for <laughs> well, that? That's the first few minutes. Uh, it's the quote. Nineteen twelve, coast of Maine. Are you going to just sit there? As compared to what? Not standing. Not standing. Rowing. Rowing. Land on it. So you expect me to shoulder the burden? No, but I do expect you to do all the rowing. And why is that? Coming here was your idea. My idea? I've made it very clear that I don't believe in the exercise. The rowing? No. Imagine that's wonderful exercise. Then what? The entire thought experiment. Excuse me. How much longer? One goes into an experiment knowing one can fail. If one does not undertake an experiment knowing Hang on, it's coming. Failed. Can we get back to the rowing? I suggest you do. No, we're never going to get there. No, I mean I'd greatly appreciate it if you would assist. Perhaps you should ask him. I imagine he has a greater interest in getting there than I do. I suppose he does, but there's no point in asking. Why not? Because he doesn't row. He doesn't row? No, he doesn't row. So the, the yeah. reason that's so significant is because if there's – they talk about the subjective at one point in the game. And that, that linguistic c- component is essential because if there is a, a, a timeline in which the booker or whoever – is willing to row the boat or it for some reason does row the boat, then they should say he sometimes rows or he might row or he could row. So is that an example of like a constant then? Exactly. Well, that's that's the first example of he's been and done this thing before. He he just never rows. And same thing as he never gives up the babies like, oh, you could stay here all day. And it's it's also like a a little flight to video games. It's like to progress in this video game, you will always do what you have to do so yeah, it's it's sure. sort of like it, it breaks the fourth wall a little bit and elizabeth says like it doesn't matter what you do yep. you know because you're not going to stand in this room forever you want right, to finish the right. game you will have that baby and it and but she's also meaning that in the way every universe that i can see you always do this yep so cool yep i like that he doesn't, uh, doesn't by the way incidentally do you know who does the voice uh nope jesus no, of of uh, not Clementine. Of Rosal of Rosalind. Jesus. Uh, no, Jennifer Hale. Who's that? Uh, she played the femshep, didn't she? Oh, really? Cool. Wasn't she? They do a good femshep? job. I like the two of them. I've actually yeah. started playing it again, and every time they show up, I'm like, "Oh, it's them! Exciting!" What? Well, so with the the one of the first times you see them, apart from the rowing bit at the start, was the the yep. heads and tails thing. Right. And now this is a, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of things I want to bring up here because again, bear in mind when I talk, remember that I'm stupid, right? So, um, when, <laughs> when he has a chalkboard on him, right? Yeah. And he has heads and tails, and it's all heads. Yeah. No, it's all tails. No, no, no. You're right. It's all. No, heads. it's all. It's all heads. It's all heads. In this no, it universe, it is right. But so, <laughs> uh, it, it, what's that about? Like, explain. Well, that's it. I know that that's another. He's been and done this many, many times before. So each time he comes and does the same thing again, they have a bet whether it'll be heads or tails. Oh, right. so, so it's, it's not just they're so always people to flip, but it's always heads. Right. So that tally that he's carrying on that chalkboard is every time they go to see him in that spot, yeah. he flips the yeah. coin. It always comes up heads. 
it always comes up heads. Right. And I mean, never so in a way, if we forget the infinite thing, this all becomes much easier for us to talk about because then we're looking at – then this is where chaos theory comes in. And I'm probably going to write another thing about this all on the website at some point. But you know, chaos theory is all about sensitive dependence on initial conditions. You change one thing in the initial conditions, right? Yeah. The butterfly flaps his wings and you end up with a tornado in Japan rather than clear sky, so right? The, the episode of Simpsons where he steps on that bug – and then exactly. it comes back to a world of like exactly right. So the point right. is, like, if he doesn't step on the bug, i.e., doesn't take the baptism, then he the the effects are always going to be the same. Yeah, so I mean, well, matter yeah. what he tries to do in that moment, and and this and it also gets into a little bit of fate and like predestination. Um, in that moment, he's always going to flip it up heads. And the other, I mean, the, other, the best way to think about it, I may see, so that your brain doesn't hurt quite so much, is if you think of Booker being a tree, yeah. uh, and every time a branch grows and then splits off in another direction, that's him making his decisions, and that's where your multiverse theory comes in, because every time you have a branching path, that creates an, a, a, another universe. So it's universe kind of like view. heavy rain. Kind of, <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> What we're saying is, what you've just said to you, this game is as good or as equal to uh, Heavy Rain. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'd say significantly better. I'm sure David Cage, oh my god. Oh, I see what you did there! But ultimately, actually, just joking. His name is David Bird. Joking aside, though, joking aside, that's sort of what Heavy Rain investigates because it leaves you to be. Those branches for you to make that Stu, decision of what happens next. Respect, I, I respect you a lot. Fuck every brain. <laughs> right, so, yeah. um, I think it's utility to this conversation is done with Yeah, now. it is. Yeah, it okay. is. But you're right, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you think of him as a tree, that's thing, a, a good way of looking at it. The other thing I want to talk about, uh, that, I think it's that bit, or it's the bit by the seaside, where you get to choose uh, the Nicholas. Oh, the, the bird or the, the cage. Is this, what is this? Well, I've had a look into this because I was a bit... This is one that I didn't really understand very much. So I've done a little bit of research on the Tinternet to see what everybody else's opinions of the bird and the cages. Now, apparently, if you look very closely at the end of the game... Right. When you try... You know, when she's taking you through the different... Um, and this is skipping right to the end, but you know when she's taking through all the different lighthouses... It doesn't matter because everybody who is listening to this... Yeah, 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 no, but I mean, it's just a bit not in order of the right, game. Awesome. So we're skipping to the end of the game, just like the game skips to the oh, end. But it's but the beginning, it's, it's a... This is a, called a conversation, Stu, it's fine. <laughs> if you look closely, apparently the necklace she's wearing changes from whatever you picked at one point. So at one point, the Elizabeth that you're with at the end of the game isn't the Elizabeth that you played the game with, if is you Is that will. right? Apparently, but I've no, I didn't notice I did that. notice this. Right, you know when you got like loads of Lizzies, and they're all yeah. going. None of none of them have one. Mother, mother, mother. Right. Um, I noticed that the one that holds your right arm, yeah, had a pinky. Yes. Well, you see, this was a whole point, and also what other people with the the necklace thing. Apparently, when they put you under the water, none of them have a necklace on. So they're saying none of those was the Elizabeth you were with. And it, it, it like she she has this amazing ability to do this, but they stopped her from birth or yeah because of why why did Comstock yeah. stop? 
because he knew he created the siphon in order to limit her power to Watch. move through these multiverses in order to keep her from getting a hold of Booker to help rescue her. Also, right, and I don't, I, I don't know whether this is true, but I was thinking, you know, when they pull the baby through and it chops a pinky off, mm. is is that the reason that she can make the turns? Because part of her is still in a different universe to the other universe that she's in. I, she, I mean, she, one of the things I love about this game is that there's 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 very few clear, simple answers, and mm. it's open enough to leave it available to us to speculate. And I think things like that are really interesting components. The, the, the names of the twins, what lettuce is it? Is it lettuce? Lutus. Lutus. Oh. Um, yep. Because they, I, I understand how they met. They, like, they, they were studying a particle which was shared across two dimensions. Right. And they used Morse code from this particle to communicate with each other. They discovered that each other exists. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'm lettuce. Oh, I'm lettuce. Uh, oh, what's your world like? Well, I'm, you know, a female. Like, oh, I'm a male. So you must be the female version of me. Right. And then they work out how to kind of get together. But then, right. d- does that mean like that was the like, the flooring um, Comstock's plan? Is like they found Booker for Elizabeth. Here's my take on that. You remember, in, if people haven't seen Primer, I really, if you like this game and the fan. ending and the, th- the stuff in it, you should definitely see Primer. Because in Primer, and again, here's spoilers for Primer, so if you haven't seen it, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes, I don't know. But In Primer, they don't know how uh, Granger finds out about the machine, right? All they know is That's he at right, some yeah. point does figure out about it. And he gets into it, and he uses it 100 million times, or who knows what, right? The answers were unknowable, they say. So I think this is a similar situation where, you know, and I think the, the for me, the how, the question of how, how does it all work, how did they communicate, how did they get from one dimension to the other, is much less significant to me than the why. And for me, the why and the metaphorical meaning behind it, I think it has to do with – you know, Comstock wanting to control everything. That's sort of the basis of his creating this city in the sky. Like He'll have total control. He can lead people to a new Eden. But as the Lutis twins prove, he can't ultimately control it all. And just yeah, as- but the reason the reason he wants the child in the first place is because he's sterile, isn't he? Yeah. Because of the machine. Oh, sure. Exactly. What and machine? just as the architect Why, in the what, Matrix. What, what? Sorry, carry on. Yeah, well, just as the architect in the Matrix wants to try to control everything, he realizes that choice is the problem, and therefore he can't control everything because it gets into, you know, you, there's no way to control everything because there are always unknown things that will escape your control. So in the Matrix, they have to develop all these different systems of control. In Bioshock Infinite, he develops the siphon, he assumes that'll be enough, and he does everything. All these waves of enemies, all these different monsters, you know, the, the machine man and the fire dude it's all in service of trying to stop any version of booker from getting to the siphon and destroying it and freeing elizabeth but ultimately he probably knows it's useless and in in, in a way is his own downfall isn't he because well, literally. the loot the lutus twins sort of obviously regret what they've done and, and want to try and make it right and keep trying over and over and over again in some vain hope that Booker's going to be successful. So is it, is it fair to say that the, 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 the Lutus or the Lettuce twins are essentially the good guys in this? They start, well, they start the story. 
they're sort of the bad guys and the good guys well, they, at the they, same they time. They've developed the technology they, for the floating city. Right? They cause it yes. and then obviously want to fix but it. But without them, I get the impression without them, none of this could happen. Like Oh, absolutely. Right. Mm. So those two people in the boat at the very start of the game are like you know, the most important But in a way, if you, if you, they are. But if you think about it even further, you know, and this is really is getting into the end of the game and, and what happens there, but we'll get to that in a minute. But by what Booker does at the end of the game, in in essence, potentially destroys them as well, because obviously, you know, if you know if the the way the multiverse thing works is I don't correct, think it destroys and, them. Well, well, he doesn't destroy them, but it stops any of that stops stuff Elizabeth. happening. It kills Elizabeth. Depend- well, that's the thing. No. On how you well, that as well. Well, here's the thing. Depending on how you interpret what happens at the end, we may have an example of the grandfather paradox, which says if you travel back in time and you kill your own grandfather, how do you exist, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is why the standard wisdom on the internet, and I've argued with people at Wikipedia about this, I can't convince anybody to even consider my point of view on this, but I still think it's valid. Not saying it's the answer, but it's a possible answer. Everybody says that what happens at the end is that Booker dies. He allows them, the Elizabeths, to drown him. But I don't think that's what's going on. I think what's happening is – okay, first of all, stepping back a second. When it, it all comes down to the baptism, right? Yeah. It's all about whether he accepted the baptism or not. When he doesn't yeah. accept the baptism – um, Booker goes off and continues to be Booker. He sells his daughter to the Lutis twins. Okay. Yes. But the version of him that does accept the baptism goes on to become Comstock, builds Columbia, city in the sky, etc., etc. However, if we look at that Comstock conversion, the baptism, we reckon we have to recognize that it's not an authentic baptism because the guy at that moment who's about to baptize him says, do you hate your sin? Do you repent of your misdeeds? And he says yes, but we know it's, it's not true. He doesn't actually repent. So what Comstock does is he pretends to be reborn. He gets a new persona. He gets a new name. He goes on to create a whole new life for himself, but he still has the same mindset which led him to do horrible things at Wounded Knee, which is why he is able to use the power of Columbia to rain down fire on the Boxer Rebellion in China. And as a result, we can see that that's not a real baptism. So I think what happens at the end is that for the first time, Booker is reconciling both sides of his identity, both the horrible person who did nasty things with his hands at Wounded Knee and the pretend reborn prophet, pure man who's going to lead people to a new Eden. He puts them together. He accepts that they are both parts of his identity, and he accepts the actual baptism. He becomes truly reborn, and he can go on to have a decent life with his daughter from that point on. To me, though, Duke, <laughs> to me... It's possible. It's possible. It is possible. That's he I think he's dead. Right. And, yeah, I, I, I and the reason why... Artistically, to me, that seems like too rosy an ending. There's too much of a nice, neat bow on that one. No, but there is, yeah, but there is that sort of. It does show you the Booker, you know, back in his very class or whatever it is, and True. and also that there there isn't any knock at the door. So it is like you know he is able to live his the, life yeah, as at the, Booker. At the very, yeah, you're right. At the very, very, very end, there is that Elizabeth. No, he says Anna, doesn't he, or something. Yeah, Anna, because that's what. Well, yeah, that's it. And if if he does die, then how does Elizabeth exist after that? How do the Lutis twins? Well, now, okay, she, she I understand. Well, they don't. There's a theory that says that um, 
you it's an infinite loop and when he dies he's closing that loop okay that's fine that's acceptable but that's one possible explanation i think the other possible explanation is that you know it's a real baptism he's actually accepting um the two parts of his identity for the first time ever and he becomes at peace with himself which is the ah moment at the end there yeah i mean just that i mean that last bit could just be his sort of dying I mean, thoughts, to me whatever. though as well. I mean, yeah, you can also look at that as like, oh, you know, he's relieved that it's all over type thing. Or, yeah. And you, you also, for the first time in the whole game, you don't see Booker's point of view after that death, or yeah. supposed death, and you right. see an overshot of all the, the, the Elizabeths disappearing, which is, to yep. me, the Back to Future way of saying, you know, these people don't exist anymore. They're right, gone. but so, yeah. if yeah. that moment of the baptism is where everything branches off, based on whether he does or does not accept the baptism, if all of those other possibilities are contingent upon him accepting it in a false way or not accepting it, then when he accepts a true baptism, then it collapses all of it, and there's only one Elizabeth, there's only one Booker, there's only one story from that point on. Yeah, I, got a I don't think... I got a, I don't think there's any Elizabeth, though. I, that's why it's kind of bittersweet at the end, because obviously if he does close it off before any of it happens, then Elizabeth can't exist. He's sacrificing himself and Elizabeth? Well, he's got to be, because if he cuts it off before he either becomes Comstock or goes off to be the booker that he becomes, then Elizabeth can never exist because she never gets kidnapped. Anna is always Anna. Yeah, well, she, he, he never even has her because he has her after that moment. Well, now that was an interesting thing for me because that's one of the things that that sort of sprung to mind, especially with that last scene, because he still does have a sword. Then I was sort of trying to work out because he must still go on to have her, mustn't he? But or not? I don't know. That was one of the ones that that I really didn't get really or couldn't really get my head around uh-huh. because then neither Anna nor Elizabeth could exist. Right. So I mean, whatever. Again, we could we could go on forever with all the possibilities and the paradoxes, but. So... Um, <laughs> with the, you know the scene where Booker kills Comstock at the fountain. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got the impression after the game had finished that Const- Comstock kind of knew that was going to happen. Oh yeah, it was, it was him that did it, right? Sure. Yeah, but yeah. also if he, if he actually has the gift of prophecy, as in see? he knows, you know, he doesn't roll. Like he knows what happens. It, I mean, that's going to happen every is, time. In a multiverse structure. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that happens every time because that's yeah. what happens. Right, this is the part where you kill me now. Yeah. So he's there. But like, what, he's what, accepting. So, so with that in mind, right, why... <laughs> why, right, he says a funny thing. He, he says, well, I've, I've, I've done all of this. I've sent enemies from the heavens to kill you. And all I should have done was tell you the truth. And yeah. then... You know, is that like a a, a, a stage, a put-on? Sort of, but also you've got to remember, because because Booker DeWitt has no memories, because obviously he's been pulled through a tur into that universe. The, the Lutessies pull him through, don't they? Yeah. Each time yeah. to get him there. And, and what they're saying is, and I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something like, if you don't have any memories, then your mind just makes them up to yeah, fit exactly. the thing. That's the thing that's so, the whole game. So he doesn't remember any of that. So, but what he's saying is, if he told him what was going to happen or the truth, then he, he probably wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, like Booker would have saw the, the com. All right, this is getting confusing. Right, so Comstock, the one that's about to die, yeah, already knows 
that Booker is going to kill him. Right. Right? So that means Comstock has already killed himself many, many years years ago. Yeah, as in Booker's killed him. Yeah. Well, he's been through this many, many times. So, so yeah, what Booker's about in... to do to him, he did yep. to another Comstock years ago. To no, well, not necessarily years ago. At the same time. Like it's, it's at all the same parallel. time. Like, that's the parallel thing, is universe. that the, the notion of time, it's all relative. It depends on the yeah. perspective of the person looking at it. So, from Comstock's point of view, in that moment, he's it's happening to him right now. But, when he looks across the different versions of the multiverse, he can see it happening each of those different times. Yeah. And maybe one of them, it happen- he doesn't smash his head on the fountain instead he strangles him in the grass or he shoots him in the face or whatever it is but he knows that eventually it's going to happen in some way shape and form and i think what he's saying when he says all i needed to do was tell you the truth is he's letting him know that you know in one version of that he could just give him some information and get it all over with much more quickly rather than trying to stop with you know prevent him from doing it and keep her attached to the siphon or whatever it is and I think also it sort of demonstrates that whatever he does is futile. It doesn't matter who he sends to try and kill him or try to stop what's going to happen because it's, it's inevitable that it's going to happen, whatever What happens. I found interesting was um, the, the moment when you enter Constock's house and you cross the bridge and it's snowing. And he says, huh, it's July, all right, and it's snowing. And... I got all excited because I was like, ah, time travel. It's got to be time travel. All right. And then you, you, you think it's six months because you hear one of the tears and it says six right. months and it says six months. And then it turns out you're in 1984 um, when you look at New York and it's being fucked up and Liz is old. Yeah. That's one of my yeah. favorite kind of moments is when you see New York and you find it. You think it's six months. So you think you figured it out. You think, all right. I think at that point of the game, I was like, I don't understand anything of what's going on. I'm just going to oh, go. With I was, I was, like, I, I was expecting it. I was expecting like, right, six months has passed. And, yeah. and you could hear that Liz was upset and she was being tortured and she lost faith that, you know, I wasn't coming back. And then the tears got further and further apart. There was like, you know, oh, he's never going to come back. It was like six months, you know, like that seems like a short time to lose faith. And then it could become apparent like oh hang on like this is more than six months and then you see the old there's this there's, there's, the, the, it pulls tricks on you you know like mm-hmm. breaking bad breaking bad constantly tricks the viewer all right into what's gonna you happen gotta bring it back to breaking bad don't you chinny always always but like it, you know it, it's a good show that that, that tricks yeah the viewer no, 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 I, I agree time, yeah yeah all right sure. and w- when you see old liz right that there's your first trick, right? So you go, oh, well, you know, she's old, right? And then all of a sudden, like, and by the way, you're attacking New York. The second trick, right. and she's she's the the leader of it all. You know what I mean? Like, and the, she does a great line about the thing that finally broke me was time. Time ate away at me. That's what broke her. Like, she just gave in over time. But what I also was just going to say is, and, and obviously this'll, this would make more sense with Comstock knowing that he was going to get killed. This, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to get killed was that each turn maybe does affect, you, you're seeing a, a, an identical universe, but maybe at a different time. Because obviously if you can go to 1984 from wherever they was, then 
there is obviously time travel involved as well as the multiverse thing. Well, I think the existence of a multiverse and the ability to move through it indicates a ability to move through time. Because otherwise, you would step right from one to the other. It would be totally jarring. There would be no way to reconcile the fact that you've moved from one to the other unless you can also move forward or backward in time. We'll we'll come back to the ending a bit more, but I think we should talk a little bit about the sort of the meat of the game, I guess, because we've gone straight into sort of all the paradoxes. That's the what everybody's stuff. thinking when they get done with it, but yeah. They are, but we should we should talk a little bit about the sort of politics yeah. within the game, I oh, think. My, because... my first jaw dropping moment of the game. Yeah. Let's was, talk about this now. Um the the mention of the word Negro was the first time I my jaw just went I didn't know this game was about this, right? Like, you know, that was like, oh, I can't believe he said that. That's amazing. Um, because it handled it so well, you know? And that the, the very first time that Columbia's fucked up, the, the first time you realize is when they bring out, like, an interracial couple. Yep. All right. Yeah, and the raffle, says, are you having like, your coffee a little black now? All right. And my, I was like, what the fuck? I think also <laughs> in that as well, I, I didn't. Well, obviously nobody knew what to, what was coming, and I think when they they wheeled forward on that stage, it's kind of a shocking moment, oh, yeah. and you're like, shocking. "Oh my god!" They do a really good job um, of keeping everything repressed, and it's all just bucolic in the park and the music and the acapella. Yeah. God only knows. And then yeah. suddenly, like here, singing the beach baseball, boys. the face of this interracial couple, like what? Now, I'm guessing we all tried to throw it at, um, what was his name, the guy? Bark. Uh, uh, Fink. Jeremiah Fink. Oh, I was, I was is that actually the... Fink? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's Jeremiah Fink. I was aiming for, oh. for the black chick. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> no. I wanted to knock the guy out so I could get with her and be like, what's up, baby? <laughs> I, did, I did speak to someone today who tried to throw it at the couple. What? His first time through? Why? Yes. Oh, that's so like, wrong. Why would you do that? See, I well, think that's one of the things that the game, uh, you know, there's a lot of things about like, oh, your choices don't really matter. But you know what? That's been done before. So I'm not impressed with that. But I think one of the things that it does do is it, it, it's a Rorschach test. You know what I mean? And in a way, all games are like this. You know, Skyrim does this in certain points. Will you do the nasty thing or will you do it the positive way? Ultimately, you end up in the same spot. But you realize, hopefully, the game will help you to realize, like, what does it say about you that you tried to do this thing the nasty way? Yeah, and, and just, the only you, you got to, you got element of like it's a fucking game, and the person yeah. knows it's a fucking game. Yeah, and that's what that person. Right. And yeah. I said, why exactly. did you do that? And they were just like, just wanted to see what would happen. Uh, yeah, and, and I said the, nothing different happens that way. No, they still just grab your arm and say that you know. The smart thing it. is okay. Yeah. Right. Put yourself in that position. Me, who I am in an interracial yeah. relationship, right? Yeah. I is black. And I, um, you know, you put yourself in that, and it's the crowd mentality of things. So, really, really, and I know it's easy to say, and I'm hoping that everyone would, but I know it's easy to say to, so, uh, oh, throw it at the, the guy, right. and fuck him, you know. But hang on, you've got, like, say, 100 people around you, you know, and they're all telling you to do this thing. What? What would you do? And even though it's wrong, even though you know it's wrong, but yeah, right. And and you you know you don't fit into that moment. Like you are a total outcast. But the other thing to remember is we had not seen anything of the brutality of this society at that moment. No, I mean, the things start coming off, and the heads are exploding, and there's blood everywhere, and you're like, oh my god. 
But what was also interesting about that, because Chini was saying, oh, I didn't like all the, oh, look how cool and bright and shiny everything is. But I think that was the setup for that moment. Oh, yeah, exactly. God only knows. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Uh, because it wanted, it wanted to be thinking that you was in this almost perfect utopian world where everything was cool and yeah. clean and yeah. pristine. And it's like the first Star Wars. I was like, where are all the black people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's not until Lando uh, shows up in the second They all one. start popping up and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the Empire Strikes Back. So, yeah, so it, the, it's, it's, it's a funny yeah. thing. So the Skyhook kill was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, you know, Skyhook to the face. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be gruesome. It is a great contrast, you know, because as Duke oh, yeah. was saying, you know, everything's rosy, like, up to that point. Yeah. And it, as and soon as those curtains draw back and he's like, here you go, like, interactual couple, fuck them up, like, we don't agree. And, and, there's, and there's little teasing hints of it before that because the, you're at the carnival where it's like, shoot the Vox Populi, but it's a little yeah. carnival game. So it's like all the violence is just a silly little, you know, and the first use of the vigor is to get through the gate. So you're like just, all you're, the only thing you're trying to do is like, con a you know robot that takes tickets and it's like whatever oh that's Look, did light you, did you know this i don't know if this, this is true i don't know if this is true but if it is this is fucking unbelievable right but did you know that you know the possess vigor yeah yeah if you possess any vending machine you get everything for free i never tried that i didn't either i don't know if it's true yeah, i didn't try that but guess what i'll be doing next time i play the game I read it on the internet, which we know is a fantastic source. It's all it's true. true. They don't allow things on the internet. Absolutely. If it's not true. There's a guy called Dave, and he his job is to stop lies going up. Yeah. On He's a very busy man. <laughs> He's constantly on Reddit. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I just thought that was an interesting. Uh, yeah, so. So, obviously, it takes a while before you finally get to Elizabeth, doesn't it? Because you have to go through all of that bit, make yep. it to. Where she's being kept captive. I think getting escaping from that tower while it's being ripped apart by um, Songbird by um, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah Songbird. By Godzilla. Song. Yeah, I know the name of it. I'm trying to think of something funny. By the way, interestingly, if you one of the you know you pick up the whatever they are, you know the tape things, voxophone, voxophones or whatever they are. One of them, Jeremiah Fink one says that he saw something, I can't remember exactly how it goes, saw something through a tur that looked at like a man but had lights and a suit or something like that, and it alludes to the fact yeah. that, yeah, that the design of Songbird was from a big daddy. Uh-huh. Um, well, and, of course, we end up in Rapture at the end of the game. So. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that, because uh-huh. I've got a few theories. So, yeah, you know, that, that whole part where um, Eva Cassidy comes out and rips apart the uh, statue... If a Cassidy sang Songbird, there's the joke. So yeah, yeah. Uh, right. that that's one of my favourite moments. I think is it was cool. Just because you learn a lot about Elizabeth before yeah. you even speak to Elizabeth. Like just looking at her, you oh, learn she, that she she loves Paris and she mm-hmm. she's like because and also the, it it also gives you that bit of being a voyeur, doesn't it? Because you're doing the thing where you're opening the the shutters and sort of looking on, on in on her but she doesn't know you're looking at her and that parallels the way that people are looking at you as booker and the lutis twins obviously moving around in this multiverse are then looking around on everybody else so there's this constant series of situations where various people are looking in on each other and they don't realize that they're being watched and so on and so forth 
Now, let me ask you. Let me ask you another question, right? Yeah, here. fire away. Uh, this is this is a bit of a dodgy one, I have to say. But was it wrong of me to feel that Elizabeth was a bit hot? No, but <laughs> I, I read I read on Reddit like first first playthrough. Yeah, Elizabeth, you looking good. Second playthrough, <laughs> put that away. You look, you cover yourself up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So funny. But also, I think it wasn't just because, you know, that she's kind of good looking. I think also the way the character was built from a dialogue point of view and the way she talks to you and reacts with you. Of course. Makes her more appealing as a video and game also, character somehow. She throws you fucking salts and health, which <laughs> all the time. Which <laughs> is a fucking bonus when you're like dying. And Although I was. <laughs> that feeds into a very interesting perspective of the father-daughter relationship, especially when we connect it back to uh, Big Daddy Little Sister, right? Big Daddy's all about protecting the little sister. Little sister goes and gets stuff that, you know, heals things and, you know, fuels things. That's exactly what Elizabeth does. So, there again, there's an interesting parallel between Bioshock Infinite and the first Bioshock game. Well, there's more. There's there's more parallels. In oh, that there's one. always a man. We'll, there's always a lighthouse. We'll come back to that. But um, yeah, so that so that all happens. So then you sort of, and that's where you end up on the beach, which I thought was just one of the coolest things. I love because that. Because at first, I love that. I did it. I was so confused because I'm then thinking, have I fallen right back down? To, no, to I didn't think that. But, but it was so cool that they had a beach built where people could obviously go for the holidays. Yeah, because the, the, the reason why they give that away, they say, look, oh, I, you know, I miss being on a real beach kind of yeah. thing. Or yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and and there's, no, it, it, there was a great image on Reddit where it said, the one thing I wish you could do in Bioshock Infinite, and there's the image of her dancing, and, and dance there's the X yeah. button that says, like, join in. Yeah, and, and yeah. Th- there's a bit where like, oh, you know, it smells like a beach, and then Booker says something like, "Well, you know, it doesn't smell like the beaches that I've been to." So it yeah. it, make, it makes it clear like this isn't a real place. Sure. What what I love about that scene is that like you know it's the first time that she hears real mu- like live music, right? Oh, yeah. And she goes crazy. She runs off and she's yeah. just trying to have fun. And the song in the background is yep. "Girls Only Want to Have Fun." And I was like, yeah. I, I I walked and I stopped and I went, that girl's want to have fun. And she's having fun. Ah! Yeah. I ah, see what you did there. I went, stop fucking dancing and get out of here. Um, because, you know, we got shit to kill. Months. And how do you know that? From one of the books I threw at you. They also searched passing well for reading. You can hear it in the background there. Anyway. What I liked about her as a character as well is that she was this all-knowing, I know everything because I've read all these books, but she had no real experience of anything, oh, sure. but she, she, was, well, she did. She well, was a university graduate out. with no life experience. Yeah, and and I think she 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 portrayed that really, you know, Jenny, you know, not Jennifer Hale, but who, I can't remember the name of the actress that played her now, but I thought she did a brilliant job of yeah, Britney Spears. I thought she did a brilliant job of portraying that that type of character. I thought it was really, really good. Is it Ryan anyway you watch I know, yeah, no, it isn't. I was thinking that myself. Oh, it's you? another one of those variables. <laughs> yeah, it's gone now. We've uh, we've um, crossed. We've got a tear on the Skype. So that all happens, and then you do all that long. You're not joking, game. man. It's five. It's six hours behind here. Um, you're yeah. in the future. We are, <laughs> uh, but you do you do all that huge section getting to the was it the Lady Blimp or whatever it's called uh, to go to Paris yeah. supposedly, um, 
and then obviously you, you try and take her to New York, which doesn't go very well. No, because she's she, anarchist. No. Yeah. So she whacks you with her wrench. You know, before she? that, though, Dick, she knows that oh, you're not going right. to New York. Yeah. She's like, that's not the longitude and latitude of... Yeah, yeah, because she's read a book. She probably that's studied all. Paris and went, oh, it's this place. and she knows- I know the exact direction. <laughs> yeah, stuff. exactly. But I first thought, like, she knows the longitude and latitude of every place on Earth. It's like, oh, no, probably just Paris, because she <laughs> yeah. loves it. Yeah. So, cool. <laughs> uh, but that was cool. And then, obviously, that's when all the Vox Populi stuff comes in, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and I love how they're not the good guys, either. No, I, I think that's, no, but I think that's what I thought was going to happen. Talk. I thought that's what was going to happen. You see them, it's like, oh, here we go. Here's the good guys. Like, here's the people that we got to fight for. It's like, no, yeah. they're they're fucked up as well. Yeah. But I think you're meant to think that because that's that that like part of it, isn't it? You're meant to think that they're the good guys, and then realize actually they're not the good guys at all because see, here's, they. Go ahead. Yeah. Go on. No, you say. Well, see, here's no, the thing. On. There are some people that I've talked to who online. I shouldn't say talk to. Like I've read some stuff from people who are frustrated by the fact that, okay, so the Vox Populi represents sort of anarchist movements, you know, uh, slave revolts, things like that, you know, people who are fighting against the system, and they're kind of presented as being ultimately just as evil as Comstock and Fink are. And in a sense, that's kind of messed up because historically, if you look at, you know, revolutionary movements – you know, like in South Africa, the movement against apartheid or the civil rights movement in the United States, like there's been a much, you know, less uh, – when, when a group of people get into power after having struggled against injustice, it's not fair to say that they inevitably become just as corrupt and violent and they're killing children the way that Comstock and Fink are. But on the other hand, there are other examples of history where they do, you know, the Bolshevik revolution in Russia. Well, and just also, as violent as, you... you know, the aristocracy that they replaced. But even closer to where we live, we've you know we had what you know was known as the IRA. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, exactly. which, yeah. There you... Which were obviously fighting for justice, but yeah. doing it in in such a way that was killing lots of people yeah. to get what they wanted. And I think, unfortunately, we've sort of you know I think it's a good representation of that type of group yeah. that loses sight sure. of what they're trying to That's achieve. That's why I put that quote from Emma then... Goldman in on the article I wrote. You know, there's no greater fallacy than thinking that there's a difference between the ends and the means. The means yeah, you yeah. use become your ends. And I think that's one of the things that the Vox Populi does show very well. They may have been fighting for the right ideals, but they allow their fervor and their um, their fanaticism to overwhelm their good sense. But I think I, I I think it was, like the, yeah. one of the things that we're not touching on, um, which is what I, I think m- more important than anything that you're talking about, is I love it when their heads explode. <laughs> you know, just like the enemy, you just you just electrocute and their heads explode. I love that. Brilliant. <laughs> come on but I've got come to on, say you've got to I've admit got to... though when that happened you was like that's, that's pretty cool it's just great um, that whole section with Chen I thought was really well done because that starts never, to really put you never see Chen alive to... uh, yes well no you see him in his sort of half alive half dead state don't you right he's sort of in between well he's he's in the other world but you don't see the rest yeah. of that world so he's like working, but he's like, machine's very dangerous. Don't come near him or whatever. Ah, there you go. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. That's quite. But he's not really alive though, because it's his sort of dead. Yeah, because there's a lot of alive. Like yeah. you go through, like, so you go through the first couple of tears, and the enemies that you kill are kind of there, but they're they're remembering their being yeah dead. being dead, and like you can kill them, but they don't really do anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And I will say in terms of the Which, combat, you said Chinny, you know, heads exploding a lot of fun. It is. But one of the things that really kind of annoyed me was 
it's you you learn early on that if you get close to an enemy who's nearly dead and you do a Y attack, you can melee them and, you know, chop their heads off. It'll do a very gruesome kill move. But I can't tell you how many times I would hit a person and think, oh, they're probably close to death. I can do that move now. Yeah. But they weren't. So I had to hit them again. And, like, I'm holding down the Y button and it's just like, ah, I don't know what to yeah. do. Does this, sound, does this sound bad, right? But I was <laughs> – this sounds terrible now. <laughs> but uh, I was always a little bit disappointed if I didn't get to do the Y <laughs> execution. <laughs> and I was like, no, he's just killing oh, him. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> normal death? Come on, man. Yeah, they get to twist his neck and nose. That's why, in a way, I kind of like the way Skyrim does it, where like every once in a while, it just slows the whole game down, yeah. and it just like yeah. does it for you. So always gotta go back to Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Always has to uh, you, go back That's to the constants, Skyrim. man. You're gonna talk about Breaking Bad. I'm gonna talk about Skyrim. Stu's gonna talk about Heavy Rain. <laughs> so in every so let me version ask you this, when of you... this, we do. We always <laughs> he always up. mentions Heavy Rain. <laughs> always mentions, <laughs> he mentions Heavy, heavy Rain. rain. Always mentions Breaking yeah. Bad <laughs> and Skyrim. Um, Slate, did you did you kill him or did you let, him, let live? him live? I don't remember which one's Slate. He's the army guy. Uh, he's yeah, the army guy who was with I think you. I let him live. Knee. And here's the other thing. I forgot about this when I started playing it again yesterday. Um, there's a store where there's money lying in the box, and it says you are on your honor to pay for what you take. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. At the, the first time through, I didn't take any money out of that. No, and I thought, ooh, this is going to matter, man. This is another. Hang on. Spoiler for um, uh, Walking Dead, man. Warning! 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 This is another, like, abandoned car, dude. Like, this is going to matter. Even though that didn't actually matter. Yeah, it didn't make any difference at all, did no. it? So, do you know what happens, the difference if you, if you save Slate? I saw him, him again in that <laughs> cell. Yeah, well, if you if you kill him, obviously he isn't in the prison cell when you get. Is that there, it? So. That's the only, that's the only difference. As far I don't as remember seeing him in the prison cell. Do you interact with him? No, no, he's just sat. Elizabeth he just, just goes fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I think <laughs> I doubt she says just, fuck. Yeah, because apparently there's there's some sort of line. I can't remember whether Elizabeth or he says it, saying that by not killing him is just that's as it. bad no, as no, killing Elizabeth him. Elizabeth doesn't say fuck. She says you know you know <laughs> maybe shit, man. Maybe he was right, like not killing, like punishment, and not killing him was was the correct. You know, like, he he seems to be suffering more. The fact that he's yeah. alive, um, yeah, whatever. So let's let's it's move exploded. forward to to obviously we go into God only oh, sorry, uh, and obviously where all the workers are and the the sort of shanty town and all this that. This is sort where of I, I kind of lost it a bit. With because I, I got like I needed to go to the, is it the, the lady killer or something or the lady what's that ship? Uh, I so I was trying to follow now. the story. I was like, all right, I've got to. Get, well, that's the ship you're originally in with yeah, her. I've got to get to the ship. I've got to get to the ship. But the 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 bitch that kicked me out of it um, said I need to get yeah. her weapons, right? And I was yeah. like, fine. I need to find Chen, but he's fucked yeah. up. So I need to go into another universe to find him alive. But then he's still fucked up. Um, so I go into another universe where I, I, the weapons were already there and they got them. And then, yeah. I, you know, the whole think thing kind of when I, I don't, I don't know what really happened. I kind of lost it. Did you ever, did you ever watch the, the, the TV show sliders? No. I watched, no, I watched sliding doors. <laughs> no sliders that's that's a little bit like this that was the exact same Claudine thing Doors you know, was like a film about a woman who misses a train 
train oh. on the underground. Well, kind she's of, a train yeah. on the underground, and she has two different realities. Yeah, and that's that's another a very an, an, another very good sort of similarity to this game because that that again is the multiverse theory. You know, it's sort of if she didn't catch a train, this is what happens. If she caught the train, this it's is what a, happens. It's a bit chick flicky, you know. It's but good. It's though. good. It is. You know, it's, it's mainly a, worth seeing. I wouldn't call it awesome, but have you ever seen Run Lola Run? Yeah, no, I didn't no. really like that movie. So Run oh, Fat Boy Run. <laughs> no, Run Lola Run's oh, great. Okay. Is a great yeah. film. But yeah, there's a lot of films like that. I haven't that seen Run Lola Run, but I've heard the song Lola by the Kinks. Is that, is that Lola, Lola, Lola. So anyway, getting back to uh, the weapons. So yeah, so when you open the third tour, it's obviously you yeah. have led the resistance because that's where it yeah, all you're, goes. You're, yeah, but you, you're what's the word? Dead. You're a martyr. You're a martyr. There you go. Which means oh, he said yeah. you're a martyr, and I was like, well, that means I'm dead, right? Yeah, you're in that version of the universe. You've died for the cause. Oh, yeah, see, and Daisy Fitzroy obviously sees you as a ghost, or you're not, you shouldn't she, be. She, there she's not a big fan of you being alive again. She's like, well, this, no, because this you're isn't right. Because you, which I didn't buy. I didn't buy that because at least she would be a little bit more like, if you're a martyr, if you help the revolution, then all of a sudden this person has come back from the dead. You would be a little bit more interested, and you wouldn't bat it away as, oh, you're some fucking weirdo. Yeah, I guess because she might see you as like you know, some sort of resurrection or something. So I I, I didn't buy that. I, I thought she she would at least try and talk to you a bit, but instead she just she's just in that room and she kills that guy. Well, she kills Fink. That's Fink. Fink isn't yeah, it? That's and what, what I found interesting him, yeah. was they keep hammering the point of like you've got to you've got to pull it from the root. You know what I mean? You've got to start from the root, which is something they they keep going on about at the end. Like Elizabeth says it. Um, I think one of the the letters say it, where you've got to attack the root. You know, you've got to kill the source. And, but I think also that's to try and help you with understanding what's gone on to a certain extent as well, because mm-hmm. they're sort of doing the it's a tree or a plant analogy mm. you know so to get a got to break it at the source and then it doesn't get to grow sort of thing i guess um so yeah well that's where duke and i both had the glitch oh, what, yeah. what, what, what? Where, so you know where the bit where you do where she kills yeah. Fink, and then you have to then you have a and elizabeth with like, stabs her with the scissors stab well we didn't get that bit the first time around we got this loop where there was someone else an enemy that we couldn't kill, and obviously really? it is. It does. He was, get he was in like the elevator shaft or something. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he was. I don't know whether I, because I, I batted one off the edge of the platform early on in the battle. I don't really and I remember what was going on during that battle. All I remember is there's a yeah, dude. That battle, that battle was chaos, and those fucking yeah, things was... with the hearts, yeah. the handyman. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. There's no th- oh Jesus Christ! And they should shoot him in the heart. He's like he's moving, he's jumping in the air for fucking twenty hundred miles an hour. <laughs> shoot him in yeah. the heart. Fuck off. <laughs> well, but they're like they are away stupid. until he's fucking twenty miles away, and then he just jumps to me like no fucking business. See, that's why you got to jump down, hit him with the machine gun a bunch of times, and jump back on that sky hook and just keep yeah. doing that. But you then were, he electrocutes you the skyhook. He's like, yeah, get he off the but... fucking skyhook, bitch. Yeah. But you were, you were hoping it'd be like that scene from The Life of Brian where you just run around the arena a bit till he has a That's heart what attack. I was hoping. <laughs> I thought he must run out of petrol or something. And those Patriots, <laughs> yeah. they're wind-ups. And I thought, yeah. wouldn't it be funny if they just kind of wind down? You know <laughs> what I mean? And like, what, so like, what do the AI have to kind of wind them up? 
Yeah, that would be great. That would be so funny. And he keeps going, shoot him in the back. Yeah. Fuck off, I can't see his back. <laughs> I'll shoot I'll shoot him anywhere I can fucking be bothered to. And what yeah. I loved about it was you shoot them and I, 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 it reminded me of something and it was like, you you, you know, their, their face fell off. And yeah. it was just like, you know, this shell, this skeleton shell. They had like a skeleton underneath. And I really liked that. I thought that was like a nice detail. Cause it's he, like on the Simpsons, I, Bart pulls down the pants of the president at the Hall of Presidents at Duff Gardens. That's exactly it. You, there you go. Uh, right. I don't think George Washington will ever be the same. So, you know, I mean, as a gameplay point of view, it, it, we like um, damage, don't we? Because it tells us that, you know, what we're doing counts. It's, yeah, it's having, it's having an, an effect. effect. Yeah, so we like damage. Something. There's nothing worse when you're killing something. He's like, am I... Am I doing something? Is this hurting this thing, or do I have to do something else? You know, yeah. and so you like that, and I, 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 on a, aesthetically, it just looks really cool. I like, I, yeah, I prefer that to like a health bar because it gives you well, a, a sort of on this. yeah, yeah. No, but you can turn those off if you? you want. Yeah, I'm not too fucking you can turn that, them that, off that in the settings. Me, though, to be honest, but what I was, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is, you, you, I prefer sort of. I'd prefer it not to have a health like, bar, but just have yeah, visual damage to show you doing context, it. Like, yeah, yeah, contextual, contextual yeah. visual um, representations of health. Like yeah, dead, yeah, dead think, yeah, like dented or broken or bits falling off it or whatever it may be. Um, so that all happens, doesn't it? And then obviously, you know, if it does work as it's supposed to, you push, well, you know. Uh, yes. Think, wasn't there another one? Or was it just think? Think. What do you mean? Was it another, another one? What dude? Yeah, there was. There was the other. Um, what was the other? Yeah, fit. Yes, the other crazy so, dude. What were the differences? Wasn't one an arms dealer? I'm trying to remember what Fitzroy did. What did the other guy do? Because Fink is the arms dealer, right? No, Fink is the industrialist. He's the inventor. He invented all the sky hooks oh, that means and Fitzroy's all that kind of jazz. Must... And the songbird. It's got to and... be a fucking wiki on this shit. He says, Albert, Albert Fink is a musician and brother of Jeremiah Fink. Jeremiah Fink is the industrialist. Yeah. That's um, the main guy you're looking at. Ah. That's one of you guys killed. Yeah. Who, Albert's who, just his brother who brings baby. the music in. That's how they can play. Girls just want to have fun. And the other... Song so is, that, is, is, is Albert Fink the guy on the stage then when you when you no no it says later on I mean according to this wikia it's Jeremiah Fink drawing the card at the raffle yeah it is no he's definitely alright there you go sorry yeah Jeremiah Fink gotcha yeah manufacturing yeah. cool yeah so he makes all the stuff yep so he sort of makes, you know, all the bits and the bobs and the, the songbird and the handyman. Yeah, and... Fitzroy is the chick. Yep. Is a chick. Chick. Like. But yeah, I mean, just coming back to that. So, so you finally get back on the the aerodrome, the first lady. Yep. Whatever it's called, and. Then Elizabeth comes out in her mum's clothes, doesn't she? So that's the bit where she gets changed and cuts her ponytail off. Does she come out in her mum's clothes, or does she just cut her ponytail off? Yeah, because she says something about it, doesn't she? I can't no, remember. I didn't exactly know if it's clothes. Yeah, she says it's all I could find. But it's it's a mum. Because as well, I don't know whether you realise, and I only picked this up from reading the, the wiki thing, but uh, Daisy Fitzroy, the leader of the Vox Populi, 
was Lady Comstock's servant. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, so she was a servant, and and she uh, admired Lady Comstock because she didn't feel that she agreed with ideals. And the whole point of that ending, because she's framed for the murder of Lady Comstock, isn't she? Yeah. But at the end, that when you're opening all the turds for Lady Comstock, he's showing her what really happened. So what really happened to Lady Comstock then? He killed her. Oh. So so Comstock kills her. Why? I can't remember why. I'm I'm guessing because he you know, she didn't he didn't want it to come out that he'd stolen a baby. And also know, maybe out, she didn't agree with the ordeals and she Yeah, it sounds she's like she's not it, fucking know. staying in her lane. It's fucking <laughs> <That's doing. right>. fucking <laughs> messing so with killed, so he... fucking profit here. What are you doing? According to the wiki, so Father Comstock had her killed before she was able to reveal the true nature of Elizabeth's birth yeah. and frame Daisy Fitzroy for her murder. Yeah, so I think it's it's kind of interesting the relationship between, you know, the baddies in the game and how they're all sort of interacting with each other, and then so that all happens, doesn't it? And then we're getting into the the sort of end game, really, aren't we? Once we get back on the earth. Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what happens next. What's the next bit that happens after you have that big battle and you get back on the earth? And that's where you go in to deal with her house and her mom. Oh, oh god, yes. Yeah. Right. The worst moment in the game ever, the fucking bank. I don't even remember the bank. Oh, well, you have to go in the bank. Go in the bank, the second tier. You go in the bank, and you go in the vault, and you tear shit up, which I think is the technical term. (laughs) Tear shit up. And you go out, and you like the big main lobby area in the bank or whatever, and the siren comes up. And she keeps raising the dead. And I think, I don't think everybody's having like the same shit problem that I like. I'm saying, oh, that's a chip. That's one of the worst bits. But other people I spoke to uh, are saying, oh, yeah, it was difficult, but I didn't really struggle with it. I must have had, because I had shit weapons at that point. Mm. Um, I had like the, the hand cannon, which is a good weapon. Well, it's not really. Uh, the hand cannon, and I had like a machine gun with like very little bullets. Yeah. So I was yeah. I was fucking struggling, man, and I just couldn't yeah, that's do a, that's it. That's a heck of a fight. I mean, I had I had problems with that one. Yeah, I had the hand cannon maxed out, and that seemed to do a good job. It was busting my balls, man. I died. I must have died about ten times. Yeah. yeah. You see, it's the times like that that I feel like you know what I kind of enjoyed playing on easy because it was there wasn't much of a challenge oh, there. But about nineteen ninety nine, man, are you doing? Got to do all the story, but I think I will play through again on normal mode. I should have because to most points, I, like I said, I, I only died about five times in the whole game. Oh, that that, it's that very sort of easy, fuck, easy. Man. Yeah, I could imagine it would be very frustrating. And the end, end. No, I, I, Duke, you didn't like the end, did you? I know we're jumping around, but Duke, did you, you didn't like that end? I battle. Said I didn't like the end. Oh, the final fight. Oh yeah, hell, I did the final, final fight. Battle. I have no well, problem with that. But the reason I'll tell you why I didn't like it was because it wasn't very clear as to what you had to exactly. do. So it took me about three goes, exactly. and I just kept trying. I just kept bringing the bird down on the Patriots, yeah. thinking. So eventually they'll stop coming, but they wouldn't stop coming until oh. you bloody did the blimps. Yeah, I, I, and I, I was like, they kept saying like destroy the blimps, but I go after the blimps. The you. Patriots are down there destroying the core. I go after the Patriots. The yeah. blimps keep coming. Like yeah. I, I did that first time, no problem, and like. No, yeah. I can't help if I'm great, but like they're saying, <laughs> um, you know, the said, "Oh yeah, use the fucking bird." And I was like, "Right, okay." 
And I, I was. This might have helped. I was looking right at a blimp, and you know, yeah. as soon as you look yeah. at it, he has that red thing, and I was like, right, yeah. that means I can fuck those blimps up right. with the bird. And I did. Where that was that? the first thing I did, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even know you could bring the bird down on the ship until yeah. much later on. That helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, once I realised what to do, I did it first go. go once I knew yeah. I had to do the so blimp. I, I, what we're saying is I yeah. figured it out quicker and I'm better than <laughs> you. <laughs> you are better than Um Anyway, going back. Sorry, going back. We went... So, yeah, so we so we do that. Though, we what, to... what do you think about the whole uh, mother coming back and Ghostbusters? I thought it was alright. I think it was probably one of the weaker parts of the story. You yeah, but I a lot and you're like... Yeah. It did feel like Ghostbusters, though. I was like, this is Ghostbusters. Yeah, and I went through that whole, you know, the area where you have to, because you're sort of programmed to explore. So I was exploring before I activated it. And then I had to go back to where I'd already already been. been, I'd already been been in the... um... And suddenly, that that was one of the funniest bits for me, because obviously her crypt is there when you go there the first time, but there's no lock on it. And then obviously when you need to get in it, there's suddenly a lock at the end. I find the graveyard, but I found... Oh, no, I, I found the bank. I went, went into the bank, and I was like, and Liz was like, oh, there's nothing here. We should go. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're always a bit weird because you sort of seen something before you're meant to see it. And how, well, by uh, the way, it, we haven't mentioned this. How cool is that arrow that tells you where to go? I didn't notice that. Where wow. that? You didn't when notice you that? Up on the controller? Oh, that's sorry. Sorry, I thought you meant, yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry. I thought you meant there was a, an actual arrow. No, 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 in no. The game. I mean, when you push the button, and yeah, yeah, it shows yeah, you the arrow. It, it's perfect because it like it'll go upstairs, around corners. That's one of the things that I hated the most about the first Bioshock game is the maps were shit, and the little arrow was just like, eh, go in that direction, maybe. Who knows? I didn't have to clear. use it too often, though. I must admit, I only use it when I really got like a bit. Well, I just not like, sure, because I, I kind of like fly over the landscape i kept pushing it even when i didn't need it i was just kind of like the fact that you know i just kind of liked exploring you know just finding stuff out for myself if i could yeah i used it Um, because i'm more than you than Stu. but um i did use it i did use it when i needed to you know when i was like oh i don't really know which way i'm just just checking i was like all right this is the right way okay cool yeah i mean what was kind of interesting for me and uh, you know you know when you were saying about oh don't watch anything this is one of, i didn't even you know because i know the whole opening section of the game was online for ages before this came out but i didn't watch anything you know it was, i wanted it to be all sort of new when i played it um so you know i'm usually into sort of looking at stuff before game but this one i just didn't want to see anything but talking so we so we get into there and then is that the bit where we have the boys of silence you know the the things with the the weird clockwork. Oh yeah, is that, that was it? Oh my god, I hated that. And that, I was that's like, the part just, where you lose, you, like you, you, well, you you don't have Elizabeth for that. Yes. No. Yeah. Now, no, you don't. That was kind of an interesting dynamic because strictly for ammo all the time. I thought it was brilliantly done because you'd had her with you all of the game and then suddenly they take her away. And it was like, it was really shocking to have to look for ammo, you know. Well, and, it's and, it's and not that, it's just, I think they purposely vulnerable. withheld. I noticed that, that like everybody that you searched didn't have anything. 
And there no, wasn't a no lot way. of ammo, so they purposely like, withheld stuff to make you feel like, where's Elizabeth? Really vulnerable yeah. as well. And when you, when you there's two um, there was two turrets there, and when I when I blew up the turrets, I was like, God, I can get ammo out of those. And I was like trying to get. Uh, did you manage? I managed to sneak through one room without alerting them. Oh, I killed the rest. All, I killed all of them. No, I, I, I managed to one. Yeah, but it but it used up so much ammo. Oh. And so much of your stuff, so I was just like, I'm going to conserve some of this stuff. Oh, no, I killed the ones that I needed. Actually, according to the wiki, it's impossible to kill a boy of silence. They will teleport away once they sound the alarm. Yeah, no, I didn't kill a boy of silence. I mean, all the dicks. Yeah, yeah. Things. But I I did manage to sneak through an area without alerting it, which was kind of There is one scare in the game as well. Which one? One where... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. Am I? Don't sneeze. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine. Um, you open up the warden's office, okay, and then you turn around. There's one right there in your face. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, Bioshock does, you know, has a few scares in it, and you know, Dead Space obviously is all about scares. Yeah. But that, 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 because the, I mean, like, it's you're so far in the game, you know, you're like ten hours in, and you just think that you know, there's no scares. Major there's, there's, that it yeah, has to, to throw at you. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no element of like survival horror or horror or anything. Bioshock had that tint of like, you know, uh, like a horror game in it, whereas this didn't have any of that really, and it, it did that right at that moment. You go fuck, <laughs> right? You just, oh no, and you can't avoid it. It's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Uh... But yeah, I like that bit. I thought that was very, again, a, a really clever change in pace. And like you said, the fact they take Elizabeth away is so noticeable. Mm. You know, you just like, well, God, I need a back. Where the and and I almost when you finally get her back after the sort of uh, you get her um, back from the tour where she's been like, yeah, stuff yeah. with a tour and the tornado appears, which I thought was so cool. And it was at a farm, yeah, which I thought was the same farm where you get that baptism. I looked around, and there is a farm thing like a barn over the cliff, well, not over a cliff. It's like on a hill, just out of view on the baptism yeah. bit, and. I, well, I thought that, or I thought it was a reference to Wizard of Oz. Mm, I, I, I just kind of when when I noticed the baptism scene, I looked up and yeah. like on those rocks, I was like, "Oh, there's a barn there. It looks like a farm. That the same farm where the Twister came." Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what. I, maybe it is. I don't know. But like that, I just looked at that because I, I, when that was happening, I was like, "Why is it a farm? Why a farm?" But then I thought, but maybe then, because tornadoes happen in farms. <laughs> But then didn't you feel, and I, I remember fe- almost doing a sigh of relief when I got her back. I was like, oh, yeah, thank God for that. I've got her back. You can pick lock this fucking yeah. lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, I mean, it was very cool. I mean, all of that stuff. So what, that, One thing that, that I know about of, Elizabeth, though, sometimes you go, oh, there's a pick lock over there. And you go, where? Whatever. And you're yeah. like, where is it? Yeah. You're like, I, I'm not talking to you now. <laughs> so you are like every woman I've ever met. You tell me something and you just don't tell me where it is. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that sometimes she would go over and look at stuff. Yeah. You know, just yeah, that was really good. Like she would, she would, you know, look at things and interact with things, and you know, like mm. lean on walls, and it was just cool. That like, what did it? Did you both do the bit? I forgot to mention this in in Fink Town in the in the shanty town. Did you both play the guitar? Yeah, yeah well, that I think was. I cool. did. Did it's you know? Fantastic oh, moment where that. you go into a bar and it, the, the the music playing is Tainted Love, but it's like a jazz version. Um, mm. Yeah. And then you go downstairs into this basement. There's a little kid trying to steal an apple, and you know the end credits where you see 
Who people yeah, singing? Where you see him singing well, the song. Well, at the very end of that, when they stop showing off about how great they are, Ken Levine says, um, "You know, I want you to kind of sing it as if you just." Yeah, kind of yeah, do I it remember that from the credits. Yeah, well, that what they don't show you them actually doing it, but that's what happens. It's like uh, gotcha, she says, gotcha. "Oh, there's a guitar." Um, you know, it's a shame we can't play it, and you know, it's highlighted for you to pick it up, and you don't know you can play it, but you pick it up, and right. he he plays it so cool, and it's just like yeah. a really nice moment. Yeah, and then she gives an apple to the boy. Yeah, it's, it's a nice the, break, I think, because, you know, the, I, I like the break. The, 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 you know, in Back to the Future, obviously the best film ever made, there was the, the Johnny Be Good scene. And it, it wasn't until 2 where they actually used it to some kind of plot device. But in, in, in Back to the Future 1, really, Johnny Be Good was just this massive break of Michael J. Fox and, well, Marty, Marty McFly having his kind of rock star moment and there's no reason for it. You know, it's just fun and it was just nice to just break it up. And I loved that. You know, it was just a, here's a song. But it was, it was nice and sentimental as well. I like the, the sort of, you know, the way it played out. It was, it was a really nice moment. Did you pick the, the, the guitar up again? No, I never tried to pick it up. Because what happens after that is they sing, um, um, what is it? Spice up your life. Oh, no, no, no. no, they do not. up your life, everybody. And then the, the, the like, Fink comes in and he goes, and he goes, <laughs> yeah, and he goes no beef, boys, but this song is sick. And then the uh, comes in and he goes, yo, Booker, me and you. Ah, spice up your life, everybody. You can always guarantee when we do a serious spoiler show that Chini will always stay serious throughout yeah, the whole thing. Right. So anyway, flicking back, so we've we've done the 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 boys of silence bit, which was bloody hard work. Yes. Um, and then what happens next? I'm trying to think what happens after that. You go to the fucking the the, the 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 ghost. You do the Ghostbusters bit. Is that before or after the boys of What's silence? What's the boys of silence? That's the, the the things that alert the things to come and chase you when you get hundreds of the bloody little minions coming after you. And that weird, that was creepy as hell. That bit with the wheelchair as well. Oh, yeah, with a you know, head on it. Just wheel, yeah, it was just wheels yeah, out with a head that. on it. I was like, God, that's creepy. That was probably the creepiest bit of the game, really, going around that area. You, that you whole lose area, Elizabeth, but... and then you do. Then you get her back. Then you you do, yeah. And you get her back, and then you go to the stock. Oh, do you, you know when you're looking for the for the ghost and shit? You, Elizabeth's not with you doing that, is she? Yes, she. Is. Yeah, no, she is, isn't she? Because yes, yeah, she is. Because she revives me all the yeah, time. Every, every time I start. Yeah, no, she has to be there because uh, yeah, she, she hides mom. behind it. Yeah, yeah, because she talks to her mum, doesn't she, at the end of that mm-hmm. section. Mm. Yeah, so that's so that's you lose her after lose that, her after don't that. you? Because when yeah, that's yeah. it. You go into Stockholm's Gate because after that you go into Stockholm's yeah. Gate and then you know either Cassidy turns up um, and like <laughs> like fuck shit up. Uh, oh yeah, and oh, then yeah. that's when you lose Lizzie, and then you go into yeah. Stockholm's house. Six months have passed, but really it's like you know like sixty years, yeah. and that's when you you're in the world of Columbia where Elizabeth now rules. And yeah. she's turned into, you know, Comstock, and she, you know, she's made all these weird fucked up enemies that you got to deal with, and then you are, yeah, yeah, she she transports you back, don't you? You meet the old chick, all right, and she's like, 
Check it out, New York. I'm going to see a Broadway show. By the way, you better give this to the other version of me. It's a better cage. Don't worry, she'll understand it. And then she zips you back to that. You save yourself. And then you have to attack the ship, right? Yeah, that's it. That's good. But you do that bit where you go in... Because you, you, you hijack uh, one of the ship things, don't you? You have to yeah, fight well, you, all like the other ones battle, off. Isn't there? Yeah, there's an air battle, which I thought was kind of cool. I kind of liked that. It was a bit yeah, of a... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Um, but can I, can and I, then, this yeah, was yeah. about halfway through the game, but like this is there's a bit right where like there's this Zeppelin on your right, and it's like it's dicking you, basically. It's like one of the first Zeppelins you see that's like starts shooting at you. And like a skyline becomes available. And I, I did it. It's what you're supposed to do. But it, I felt like I did it just kind of organically. I, I just didn't think about it. And it happened, which was so cool. And it happened so fast. So, um, you know, like the Zeppelin's kicking the shit out of us. Elizabeth says, you've got to get rid of the Zeppelin. And I'm like, right, fine. And I'm running, running, running. I see a sky thing, skyline thing because it's dicking me. All right, right, I'll just jump on that. And wherever that goes, it takes me. And I'll sort out the Zeppelin later. All of a sudden, it goes to the Zeppelin. I go on and I kill like about the four people that are on it really quick i just go bang 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 jump off it land zeppelin down and i'm like i am james bond that yeah it is, i remember that but that's that was cool. yeah, once you once you get into the rhythm of using it it can be so satisfying yeah yeah i Especially love the, you have the, the thing where when you jump down like it incinerates people or yeah. so cool so Very. cool so yeah you do the airship bit and then you go to the beast yeah, so you do. You go to the side and going to destroy the side. Well, no, you go to the airship first, don't you? And you have to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, to and then, so yeah. there's a bit where, like, you know, like in the, one of the cockpits area, um, there's like there's about eight guys in there, and I had the charge. You know, the charge, Victor, Vigor. Sorry, not Victor, um, Vigor. I had the charge. The electric bolt thing. Yeah. No, no, the the one where you you just charge. You oh, oh I know you mean, yeah, yeah, the bucking bronco. Yeah, yeah, like the bucking bronco yeah. one, isn't it? I think. No, the bucking bronco one lifts them up. No, there's a, I know which one you mean, the one where it's you like run into. Up. Is it not a ram? It's like a ram's head. No, it's a ram's head. Oh, yeah, it? whatever. Right, that one. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, had the, I, I upgraded it so, you know, your shield comes back when you use it. And there was, oh, I was so happy with this. This was the bollocks. All right, I went in, I saw eight guys in there. I went, fuck this. Right. So I, I charged at one. Like, completely fucked his day up. Like, he, he ain't going to go back to work next day. <laughs> all right. And then I shocked one, and I upgraded my shock so it just carries on through all my enemies. So all of them got shocked in that little room. So you've got seven people now, all shocked. And I just went with, with uh, my chain gun, and I just went, da 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 and they're all dead. And I was like, that was so cool. And then Skyhook, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Brilliant. Did you notice, you know, just before you got to... Um, give Comstock a bad day, you know, before you make him drink the fountain of youth. <laughs> uh, just outside that door, there's like these brass memorials. Did you spot those? I don't think so. Maybe. So there's, there's outside that door where, you know, he's standing by the fountain. He goes, come here, my love. And he starts like, you know, touching her. And stuff. Like, there's these statues outside that door and there's six of them. Right. Now, if you look at them in order from left to right, it basically shows you the game that you've just done. It'll show you yeah. the battleship bit. It'll show you the bit where the 
Oh, you mean the like the things you can look into? No, 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 no. The, the, oh. the, these are like just they're just little brass kind of markings on. No, I never saw um, those. So yeah, the, you see um, like the battleship bay that you did that you took down, then the Vox Populi rising, and uh, yeah, the, the you know the before that I think it's the what, what do you call it the cipher, you know the escape when you rip down the statue where Elizabeth's in, and then you see Elizabeth with some scissors on one of these statues, and then you see, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck just happened in the game, and then the last one is Comstock standing by a fountain. But you see, that's kind of interesting, because that, again, suggests that it's all it's happened many times, and he's obviously predicting well, what's going to happen. I, I took that, when I read all that, I was like, this is, this is everything I've done in this game, right? Yeah. So that and was I was like, it, wasn't this it? Comstock, before I walked in the room, I was like, this Comstock knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows exactly cool. what's going to happen. I never... Whatever I do, he knows what I'm going to do. And then he started arguing with her, and, and that's why it threw me off when he says, oh, I should have done this. And I was like, well, you you know what? Like, you're going to... You... And I, that's why I thought he's putting on a show. He's trying to anger me to kill him, so when I kill him, yeah. I turn into him. Right. And that's what through I was I was like he knows everything that's going to happen that 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 just like one of those moments I was like fuck it's like the Oracle meeting with Smith and he's like I'm going to throw these cookies against the wall you would have known that I was going to do that you see you know he knew that I was going to kill him but at that point I didn't know that I would be actually him I thought like I would replace him maybe or you know him. something but I didn't know that that, that was me right. <laughs> that I was killing so that was cool. It's again constantly tricking the player. You're just tricking him all the time. Yeah, you, know, you think you've got it figured out, and then and the the last line in the in the game, you know, you think you've got everything figured out, and it, it again, it just goes, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't know, I didn't know that. So it's cool, so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So that all happens, and you have then then you finally have the big battle with the zeppelins and stuff, which oh. is so annoying. No, uh, so. Anyway, we don't need to talk then, about too much about it, that because nothing really happens. Then Sungbird fucks up that statue and it comes at yeah. you and she's like, nah, don't worry about it. I got this shit. All right. And she rips that. She tears a new one. All right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, did, I, I looked and I saw, like, you know, it was in like this fishing tank, like this water tank. And I was like, all oh, right, yeah. okay. And I looked, I looked behind me. I did a double take in the game. I looked behind yeah, me. I, I was did. like, right, I'm in some kind of place. I'm st-. And then I looked at the fish tank. I was like, right. And then I looked back and I went, fuck off. Well, interestingly, right, I was sat obviously on my own playing the game. So there was no one here. And I just went, no way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, I, that's what I said out there. I went, fuck off. I went, no. <laughs> really? This- did you did you see the little yeah. sister and the big daddy though? Yeah, little sister crying while the big daddy. Yeah, over a big now, daddy. I worked out and that, was... that that moment that you're in Rapture is shortly after. Um, where? Yeah, you you as the player in Bioshock has moved on from that first area, is what yeah, I like, thought. Because that you the door that you go down afterwards, you open that door. You have to kind of open it up, and it was already open. So yeah, I think. And I thought, I thought, one of the things I sat there and thought, how cool is that? Because that's like, I had this impression of, you know, me playing Bioshock have just gone through that area as the me playing Infinite's coming through a different door just after I've gone, if you know what I mean. It was really a weird yep. moment. 
what did you think of a Duke? Yeah, I, 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 I think that it's an interesting nod back to the first game. Obviously, I don't know if I how I feel about the notion of the again because it's sort of based on like the constants and variables thing, and there are a lot of things on the internet where people are saying like, oh, you know, it, it the 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 world of Rapture is just another version of the world of Columbia or Columbia is a version of Rapture or whatever it is. I think that's taking it too far and it's a little silly. I think it's just kind of a cool, you know, parallel. But he, I mean, it could be because we know that there's a female and a male version of the Lutest twins or whatever. There, there could be an underwater right, right. and a but, sky but version. To say that, of like, Infinite, it's but... it's the same. It serves the same purpose, or like, you know, ultimately Andrew Ryan was trying to do the same thing that Comstock was. Blah blah blah. I, I don't put a lot of stock into that. No, I agree. I think I think it's a nice parallel, and I think it was a nice and and it's sort of saying that you know all these things are happening in the same sort of universes but different versions and i think that was kind of a nice little yeah. nod uh but i agree and, and i think there's lots of parallels in the game like you say protecting you know little sisters protecting elizabeth you know and all those and all those little similarities there so yeah i, I think there are definites definites and also the dress she's wearing at the end is so similar to a little sister's dress as well yeah oh, sure. uh, with the blue and white you know so there's there's lots and lots of similarities yeah uh, but very, very cool, I've got to say. Um, so that happens. Then we do all the all end sequence of going through all the different doors, and we've pretty much covered all of this at the beginning of the show, haven't we? The sort of the final parts of the game, because uh, we wanted to get into oh, that yeah. straight away, didn't we? Definitely. So I'm not, sh- I'm not sure there's a whole lot more to say. If I'm being honest, I think we've sort of covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say is that I think that what the game does best is really reflect on, you know, Columbia is in the tradition of American, like, you know, myth-making and propaganda. Columbia is often presented as this woman who is sort of like the spirit of the nation, right? And Elizabeth sort of serves that purpose in this game because they keep talking about the seed, the new nation, you know, will rise up and this and that. And I think that what Booker and Comstock represent are the... The, the horrible, bloody, genocidal, slavery-based p- past of the United States. And Comstock represents the, um, again, sort of the false uh, cleansing of that past and the ideal, you know, this fake ideal of ourselves as, as represented in the, you know, the carnival where you go back and they have like the Battle of Wounded Knee. Even by calling it a battle, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't a battle. It was a massacre. And by presenting ourselves with this like make-believe Disneyland version of ourselves, it's it's showing that there's so much more beneath the surface. And I, I, I again, I think that the important takeaway here is that Booker's real struggle is trying to make peace with both sides of who he is. And I think the game does a good job of sort of challenging us not to ignore that horrible blood-soaked past, not to pretend like everything's perfect and fine now, nor to wallow in it and say, like, oh, we're just nothing but killers. Because there's a very important conversation at one point where Elizabeth says, you know, especially after she killed Daisy Fitzroy, you know, like, how do you live yeah. with it, right? How do you deal with it? And he's just like, she's like, how do you cleanse yourself? And he's like, you don't. You just learn to live with it. And I think that's really the key is that, like, you can't erase it. You just have to come to terms with it. And uh, I think the game does a good job of presenting all that to us. 
Yeah, I think it does. Uh, do you want to do you want to hear some interesting bits and bobs? Just sort of uh, interesting oh, yeah. stuff. Uh, at the main menu, some of the Colombian citizens are reused models of the Bottle Street gang members from Dishonor. Huh. So there's a there's an interesting one for you. There are some just some having find some. There's some what about Songbird as well, which are kind of in. Uh, because they, they they some of the designers of Dishonored did Bioshock too, so I'm guessing they just did it as a bit of a like, oh, you know, you can you can put some of those in here if you like. So that was, that was kind of right. cool. Um, let me just find Songbird because there was some interesting facts about Songbird on here. Just bear with me one second. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, they said at the bottom of this wiki, it's quite cool because there's some sort of just trivia stuff. Um, Originally, when, when first revealed in October 2010's issue of Game Informer, Songbird was referred to simply as him. The name didn't change until May the 23rd, 2011, when interviews with a preview of the gameplay demo had finally revealed the name as Songbird. Um, yeah, in the, in the debut gameplay trailer, Songbird was given a voice similar to that of a big daddy from Rapture. Hmm. Uh, this was later changed by the time the E3 2011 gameplay trailer to, in the, became uh, becoming a loud, high-pitched screeching noises instead. Ah! Um, I'll tell you what, I hated the fucking screechy noise of the siren. Look out. You're supposed to, man. Fuck, man. Yeah. That annoyed me. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> that bit. Yeah. I agree. I think it's sort of supposed to be, like, on a gut level, like, really send chilling up your spine. Yeah, um, a 12-foot-tall, 10-feet-deep and 10-feet-wide songbird was constructed to probe Bioshock Infinite at the 2011 Penny Arcade Expo East. So there you go, PAX East Festival. Made one of those. Can you imagine if you own that now? A 12-foot version of one of those. It's like, where the hell would you put that? Um, Yeah, one of the interesting ones, it it appeared to have eyelids in the the 2011 gameplay trailer, but why would a mechanical bird need eyelids? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's just a bit of a. Why would you need them? Um, and obviously, as we know, it's vulnerable to high water pressure, which we didn't mention, but everyone who's played it knows that's how it came to its sticky ending. Is that what it was? Like just water pressure? Yeah, because obviously it's so far down the like, water that the pressure yeah, crushed you know, it. If it spends a long time underwater, that it yeah. would probably fuck it. Because you see, it, you see it come down into water the first time you land in water by the beach, right? But, like... Yeah, and that affects it. It cracks one yeah, of its Yeah, oh, but I just thought, like, if it stays in water long enough, it'll fuck it up. Because that's not that low. Right, right. All right, and I just thought, like, yeah. you know, that that's where he went. Because, oh, hang on. You know, it's, I suppose, like, humans, if we stay in water too long, we can't breathe. You know, it's a similar sort of thing. But, obviously, mechanically, it can't work. Yeah. And the and the strangest one I sent to you earlier, Chinny, to have a listen to, but in uh, the death scene of Kyle Fitzpatrick in the original Bioshock, a very faint background noise can be heard. That sounds strikingly similar to that of the songbird uh, when he dies in Bioshock Infinite. But I've had I've actually watched it, and there is a weird noise in the and background that does sound or? very similar. Uh, I don't know whether he could actually. I've I've actually closed the link. I've got it I here got it anymore. Yeah, send it, send send it, it to Duke and you can have a listen. And it's at about 50 seconds. Don't play that link. I've, that link I've just... on. Yeah, that one there, but it's not clickable. Oh, yeah, it is clickable. Sorry. The other link is the Beach Boys song, which I think we should play for the end. Yeah, we'll play that. Um, have oh, you got yeah. it? Duke? So it's about... Yeah, it's about 50 seconds, 50 seconds in, Duke, yeah. it is. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, wait, I probably just passed it. 
Presto! No, no! I'm trying! <laughs> Please! Once again, young Fitzpatrick. I'm not oh hearing God, it. You sick fuck, let me out of there! Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean there is I a little squealy. There's noise. a very faint yeah, thing I'm, along the way, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give it that no, much credit. No, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not buying that. Sure, I'm not. Some really want to find some cool stuff, and it's not quite. So it's like it's like ghost hunters. They see what they want to see. Yeah, it is. It is cool though, but that I think that really is about it. Really, well, just I'll, well, gives you a bit of trivia. Is, it's it, it, uh, it's it's a game that kind of gets it gives you a lot of answers and then doesn't give you all of them, which is I think is yeah. you know one of the greatest things about um, you know fantastic films that I've watched and sure uh, the, 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 the you know some of the things that we've talked about are definite, and then the other ones are like well you know that's part of the yeah. fun. Uh, whether Booker is alive or dead, he's part of the fun. Whether, you know, that that very end scene, he's just in his imagination, or just to wrap it all up, we don't know. Right. Um, yeah, I, I really like that, but I really like the bit where they their heads blow off. That's. <laughs> but also, I mean, it, it comes back to the, you know, are you in a dream or not a dream? What anymore? I think is cool is, which is completely, <laughs> it's looking so deep into it, which is nonsense. I, I don't. You know, but like the way you could think about it is everybody that plays this game is a version of Booker. Dude. Oh, dude. So every, every, man, now you're blowing you my so Everybody's mind. version, everybody's tiny, tiny difference. Because there, there could be two universes, and the only difference is that I drop a penny and I pick it up, and nothing else is different. You know, in this one universe, and the other one I did drop it. Oh so in, in all the playthroughs of Bioshock Infinite across the world that's happening right now, they're all different versions of Booker. Wow! Just saying. Hashtag. That's yeah. cool. I, I think that you know, also, obviously, you know, it, it's just one of those things when you think about it. I suppose it is. You know, it's true. It's true. But what's also cool is that this is the first game of the year contender. I first. would have said. Tomb Tomb Raider's Tomb Raider's up there, but like Tomb Raider's. But this is a definite. I, 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 you kind of have to stand back a little bit and think about we we're talking about a fucking video game, all right, and. Like my 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 four word summary of this game, if you could do it in four words, would be that's more like it. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, I think this year because we've had so many, well, I think so many games that I'd promised but turned out to be shit as well doesn't help. You know, with with stuff like you know Aliens, Colonial Marines, which we're expecting to be kind of good, but. It just pales into insignificance, yeah. doesn't it, when you put but it you, alongside a game like this? Tomb Raider, right? Where I love yeah. Tomb Raider. I think it's a great game, and we had fun talking about it, and you know what what it meant for Laura Croft and what it meant for the franchise. And I'm so excited that you know Laura Croft is relevant, and it's great again. But when you put it next to Bioshock Infinite, it's like yeah. it doesn't even come to, up to it. It's a, it's in a it's different a league, different isn't it? Really? Ballpark. It, you know, it's a different universe. Uh, but it also makes you realise how bloody important good story in games well, is. Oh, because gonna, it's got to be either. What, what I like about what Ken Levine has done, by the way, is he's made himself very public about this game. You know, he obviously 
he he can't take full credit for this game, you know. And there's always no. been this argument of, you know, like Cliff, Cliffy B didn't make gears. He's just kind of like you know up there. And there's you know hundreds of people that make gears. And the same with this, you know. I'm sure Ken Levine would be the first to admit that. You know, okay, I, I drive the vision and it's me, but like, there's so many talented people on the team, blah, blah, blah. But somebody has to take the credit. You know what I mean? Somebody has to take it. And he, he, he's kind of accepted this role of like, I have to be the face on this game. And what pleases me about this is, you, I, I'd, I'll say this carefully 2K would have a fucking hard job making a sequel without Ken involved. Again. Yeah. I don't think there will be a sequel. Uh, because though. they know he's... that yeah. Ken Levine is the man for this job. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't think there'll be a sequel as we know. There'll be another version of Bioshock, but it'll be a completely different setting again and a new, I, a whole new I, story. I just like the fact that you know, Bioshock One was amazing, blew everyone away. Bioshock Two was apparently pretty good. Right. It's all right. But Bioshock Infinite, you, you give this man five years, seven years, whatever, to, what was it? It was, it was six years. Six years to make a game, um, he will deliver. And you can't, you know, you can't do that again. You can't do that with Bioshock Infinite 2, is what I'm saying. Right. You know, you've got to let... That's like extra infinite. You've got to let um, Ken Levine... Breathe a bit. People like I'm, I say Ken Levine, but I mean people like Ken Levine. Just breathe and just let them do what they want. Yeah. Um, Give it freedom to let it be. Yeah, because you know the 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 risk needed is a new IP. Like it has to be a new vision. Yeah, and I, I I love the fact that he. I also think that yeah, you know, the name Bioshock Infinite. He, maybe he purposely called it that so it would sound fucking stupid if they made a two after that. You know that. <laughs> yeah. He said that they made Bioshock 2, and he's like, right, fuck you. The next game I'll make, <laughs> all right, I'll make it sound stupid if you put a 2 after it. So like, Bioshock Infinite 2 is like so stupid as a, of, a, of a name that it couldn't exist. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the final thing I'll say on it is that it's cool when a game exceeds your expectations, but it's cool when a game exceeds your expectations, when your expectations are so yeah. high to begin yeah. with. Yeah, and I think that's that's some, that's one of your problems, I think, Stu, amongst you, you talk a fucking lot, is the... the yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, <laughs> the, the, like, you hype... You, so I think Duke converts for me on this. Like you, and you, Stu, as well, like you put up a, a game so high, whereas Duke and I are a little bit more cautious than you. You, we, you know, we'll give something like the benefit of the day and we'll just like, well, bro, you know, whatever... Um, and I think Duke and I both went on a bit of a blackout with Bioshock Infinite because, and I have as well, which you first, know, I have because I feel yeah. like you overhyped shit too much, <laughs> and yeah, you know you can. And this is well, it's true. It's Bioshock is one of those true. exceptions where I don't think you could have hyped it enough and it still would have delivered. But yeah, yeah. anywho, also I've been playing Gears of War Judgment today for again multiplayer. It's pretty. I it's right. pretty fucking good. The multiplayer is pretty good. I will give it that. Yeah. Is it? Even though it's only got four yeah, maps. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, that's that's a different... Talk about anyway, that being week. said... I've well, got... we're, we're not releasing this for a while, right? No, no, I'm going to give it a couple of oh. weeks. So, that gives time so we're in this weird time to... tear, people. We're actually yeah, yeah. on the yeah. third... <laughs> well, but 
this it won't be oh my god this will be when you're listening to this it'll be two I'll weeks be two ago two weeks us. this is a two week younger version of me <laughs> tweet tweet it me is. now and say I'm listening to you in the past but every podcast <laughs> oh, but every podcast oh. is me in the past so absolutely absolutely that being said have you got the outro music lined up Duke I have the outro music have lined you- up excellent well let's do that and get the oh, hell yeah. out of right, it thanks, well, thanks everybody for listening hope you enjoyed our ramblings at the beginning because we were a little less structured as we got going a little yeah. bit does it have to be structured though you should yeah, know no, that like stuff at the beginning know, the test the chaos it's thoughts. all you know at the same time don't worry about it. we were time traveling within our yeah. talking <laughs> bye bye everybody if you should ever leave me Life would still go on, believe me. The world could show nothing to me. So, so what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you. I listened oh, wow, listen to cool. that whole thing in the game. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there was something I forgot uh, about. Uh-oh. I was meaning to mention. The Right at the very, right near the beginning, you know where you go in the chapel and there's all the worshippers? Mm. Not the bit where you get baptised at the beginning, but just a bit further when it all kicks off. Uh, and you go into that sort of place and there's all these... And you, you pick up your first sort of power-up for your shield or your health yeah, or yeah. your salts or whatever. That you pick up a key and it says something about you, you'll find a chest for the key. Yeah, if you I never went back into that. No, but right at the end of the game, when she opens one of the lighthouses, she has what looks exactly like that uh, key. Uh, and she, you say, where do you get there. it? Where do you get the key from? And she says, it's always been yeah. there. What chest? Well, sorry, I'm not sure. Again, what chest for what? So right at the very beginning, it's right near the beginning of the game. You pick up your first it's bottle after, thing. It's right after you, you, you kill you, them. Uh, the dude, they're at the church, and there's all those clansmen-like dudes, those pointy yeah, hats. The, with, like, the hoods on. And you sort of kill all of them, and then there's a table, and there's a key on it, and, the, like, a, a bottle to power up your vigor right. or your uh, your health or whatever. 
and that you pick up the key and it says if you go back you you if you if you search around you'll find the chest that the key fits or whatever to get some power right, ups right. or whatever but i never found no chest and then right at the end of the game she pulls out a key and you say something That's like right, where did the key come that. from and she and she sort of says something like oh i don't really yeah, know because a... i went back and played the first part of the game again just to see where the key because i remembered the the being yeah. a key so i was like That's huh. interesting. um so there you go. You know when you first go in the lighthouse? Yep. Right, yeah. There's a fucking dead body in the lighthouse. Yes. Now that was interesting you should say that because I, I remember that but I, when I played I just played from the chapter where I'd just got there so I don't really because that's got to have something. Is that you dead mm, or something too, look, in another There's version? also a part of me that thinks about maybe we think about it too much and maybe, maybe yeah, just, I think we do. It's, you know some just fucking dead lighthouse keeper or something. Um, you know. It is a bit weird, though, because he, he has some sort of yeah. notice on around. And did you, did you answer my question about does it matter what fucking necklace you pick for her? Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? It doesn't make any difference, because that was when we were saying about uh, the only difference seems to be that someone had said at Swaps. one point the necklace right. changed, which signified that you had a different Elizabeth okay. with you. So it was our first sort of... Ooh. Bit of foreshadowing that you know there's some Illusion weird thing going on here. And you know yeah. that's where it reverts back to the Matrix because there's this whole thing about like you've made your decision now you have to understand it. And like I think that's an, a, tr- a true thing about the world of Bioshock Infinite too. Like, and also amazing. one of the things I thought was was very cool is, is is that one of the first things you do is look in the bowl of water so you see your reflection yeah. as him. And, and that connects so to the awesome. whole notion of baptism. You know, there's these sinks, there's yeah. all the water everywhere, and and like, you know, uh, I still believe that the false baptism. Because when he wakes up from that, when you get into Columbia, you're being baptized, right? But it's like, yep. it's not a real baptism because he's like, you just you only do it because you have to to get to this new city, and that's exactly what Comstock does, man. He's not mm-hmm. really repentant. I'm telling you, man, I'm not going to let go of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. I think you're possibly well, again, it's right. Not but who right. Knows? It's that, like, I think there's enough evidence for people to take it seriously. That's all I want to put out there. It's it's a, it's a good I'm theory. Just, it's like any other theory, though. <laughs> no, I'm sure they yeah. will. Also, but it's cool. Why is there cool. so much fucking cake in bins? Well, that's a good question. A hot dog. I look at a bin i'm just fucking oh, there's a hot dog stand and there's a hot dog sitting out there take hot dog like what <laughs> why doesn't this guy want money for it <laughs> uh, the honor system yeah because it's utopia oh, you can just help yourself yep. help yourself right, right we guys are going thanks now. Going. have a good night oh, yes thank you have a good night <laughs>